You're listening to Kingdom Focus, where we believe your fate follows your focus. I'm your host, Christy Gutierrez, and my prayer is that this podcast will guide you in allowing God to rewire your brain to start living with kingdom focus and intention in all areas of your life. We'll get real, we'll get raw, but I want you to feel connected and challenged. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, you guys. Okay, so I'm super excited. Um... I haven't done podcasts in a while because those of you who know me personally know that we just had a baby and so he's been taking up a lot of my time. However, we are on a pretty predictable schedule now so I can start doing these again. Um, But I'm just super pumped up about what I am going to share with you guys today. Um, So I'm going to say a quick prayer and jump right into it. Jesus. I pray that you would help me organize my thoughts and the revelations that you've been sharing with me over the past couple of days and that everybody who is listening to this, that their ears would be open, their hearts would be open, their minds would be open to what it is that we're sharing with them and that it would touch them in a way that helps them to be more intentional about their life and, and where they're at and what their goals are and where they're, where they're wanting to move forward. Um, in your name, I pray. Amen. Okay. So yesterday I watched this video about conscious language, which was freaking awesome, you guys. And it has a lot to do with another topic that I've been wanting to podcast about, which is how we feed our minds. Okay. So preface, I, the other day, so Sunday, I believe I went over to a friend's house and she has an iTobi scanner, which is this little device that you hold in your hand and it measures the frequencies in your body. And it tells you which, um, essential oils your body needs at that time. So really interesting. I didn't really put this together when she was doing it. Um, but my top oils that I scanned for were Northern Lights, Black Spruce, which um, blue tansy, lime, and live with passion. And so what it does is it tells you um, what emotional connection that oil has. And essentially it's telling you like what your body's lacking. And so Northern Lights Black Spruce, next to it, the emotion was attack. And at first I was like, well, that's weird. Like I don't really feel attacked. Um, and then in parentheses it said psychic. Like psychic just means your mind or your soul. And so then I was like, huh, okay. And so the next one that I got was blue tansy and the negative emotion associated with it is intimidation. And so I'm like, okay. And then the next one was lime and it was unmotivated. And I'm like, wow, I really have been super unmotivated lately. Like haven't done a podcast in three months, haven't really done a whole lot like to further my goals or anything like that. And so I'm like, okay, this is getting interesting. And then the next one that I scanned for was live with passion. So this is a blend and the negative emotion that's connected with it is hurt specifically towards your creativity. At this point, I'm like putting all these together and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm under attack. Like, I really am under attack. I've felt low energy. I've felt unmotivated. I don't want to do anything. And I'm just like, every single one of these is totally on point. Okay, and so I'm watching this YouTube video about conscious language. And she's talking about being aware of the things that you say. 
and how that affects your life and the outcomes in your life. Like growing up with a lack of money. And so if, I mean, I don't know about you, maybe you grew up in wealth, but I did not grow up in wealth. And so I have a tendency to have this poverty mindset. We can't afford that. Do you know how much that'll cost? How much am I going to have to spend on this? Oh my gosh, the, the, my, all my money's going there, blah, blah, blah. Like whatever it is, I I tend to have a very poverty mindset. And so what she was saying is that people who say stuff like that are victims of lack talk. So a lot of times things that come out of come out of the mouths of people who lack talk are, I want blah, blah, blah. I need this. I wish that. I hope this. And it's never something that's going to happen. Um, and so she's saying that it's so important that you replace that language with I choose to. So then that had me thinking and I'm laying in bed and I'm like, okay, how did I help my business today? I'm thinking like, wow, okay, I did a lot of video watching. I learned a lot. I consumed a lot. But what did I actually output? What did I actually do? Because I have all these dreams and goals. I want this amount of money. I hope to one day be able to travel with my family. And I'm realizing, wow, I lack talk a lot. So last night, Summit was not even last night. The last couple of days, um, he's been kind of a pain in the butt to feed. Like he's been super distracted by everything that's around us. He wants to stare at the fan. He wants to make a head turn at every single peep that's going on. And he will unlatch in order to do that. And so I've been getting really frustrated, to be quite honest, because I need my baby to eat. Um, and so last night I was frustrated and I got really dramatic and was like, okay, don't eat. And you won't grow and the doctor will think that we're neglecting you and then they'll call CPS and I'm just like going off and Chris is like, oh my God. Um, but then I, I caught myself thinking like, holy crap, if that's not lack talk, I don't know what it is. And so I intentionally started saying in my head and out loud last night and in this morning, you grow one ounce every day. My milk supply is sufficient for you. It is the perfect amount to nourish you and to help you grow. You eat like a champ. And whether or not that happens immediately, the way that I talk is going to directly affect my attitude, my actions, and affect his attitude and his actions. And so little things like that, that might just be like, oh, I was joking, which of course I was joking no one's going to call CPS on me to take my kid away. But that has an effect on my emotional health, my mental health. And it has a direct effect on my physical milk production, my physical health. If I think that way, then it has a direct effect on my hormones. And that's what is going to help or hinder my milk production. So to change those thoughts to, I have a great milk production um, my food is sufficient for you. You're a great eater. You grow one ounce every day. That is going to have an effect on 
summits growth. And I'll be damned, y'all. That kid has been eating like a champ today. I do a lot of I want, I need, I wish, I hope, and not a lot of I choose to blah, blah, blah. That has me going into this whole rabbit hole, this awesome rabbit hole of scripture. And God is really telling me like, okay, you've done a lot of poverty talk. So I think it's time that we start learning how to talk with prosperity. So that has me thinking like, okay, I wonder how many people out there are struggling with or don't even know that they are doing all this poverty talk in their lives and how it's affecting them. And you're not going to manifest anything because, or you're going to manifest what you, what you say, because that's all your, that's all your mind is getting. That's all you're feeding your mind. If you're sowing those those negative thoughts, then you're going to be reaping what you sowed. If you're sowing positive thoughts, you're going to reap positive outcomes. Okay, so I'm going to pour through a lot of scripture that talks about how important our thoughts are. And we've talked about this a little bit before, I think, in the first podcast. But regardless, this is so, so important and it's so relevant to me right now because I didn't realize how much of a spiritual attack I was under until I got scanned and then now it's like God is just pouring all of these scriptures out to me and I'm feeling this total weight lifted off and rejuvenated. And so like, I really, I really pray that you guys hear this and you hear my heart and that this has a positive forward outcome for you. Okay. So I want to start in second Timothy, um, chapter one. Verse 7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. This stuck out to me because one of the negative emotions that um, was connected to blue tansy was intimidation. So I'm I'm being intimidated. Um, and I am. So I'm trying to... Um, there, there, right there. Like, literally, I just lack-talked. I'm trying. I'm trying, says... I'm putting an effort, but it might not work out, and who knows what the outcome will be. No. <laughs> like, just bec- becoming aware of, like, what you're saying. So, I'm not trying. I'm choosing. I choose to put my time, my effort, and my energy into building up my own living business. These oils are so important to me and my family and our health, and I want these oils in every single house because that means that one more family is one step closer to getting toxins out of their house and um, using natural products to support their, their bodies and their health. Done. Like, I'm choosing to do this. Okay. So... For God has given us um, a, not a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. God is giving us power, love, and self-discipline. So anytime that you are fear- feeling fear or feeling intimidation, that is the enemy. And you should know right there to take an assessment of your thoughts and get them back on track. Because that is not God. Okay, I'm just going to work my way back here. Ephesians 4 verse 29. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. I want to point out, like when I read this and I see an encouragement to those who hear them, my brain is thinking other people, but hello, you talk to yourself all the time. You are a part of this. If you're using foul or abusive language towards yourself, then you're not being an encouragement to yourself. 
you should be saying things that are good and helpful so that you can actually manifest those things. If you're waking up in the morning and saying, I'm so fat, oh my gosh, this pimple on my face makes me look so ugly, I have no energy, I'm so tired, if those are the things that you're saying, then you're going to feel that way. If you wake up and say, dang, I'm looking pretty good today, my face is getting clearer. I might have one pimple, but it's better than the five I had yesterday, um, and I I'm so full of energy. You guys, even if you're not full of energy, <laughs> like say these things so that you're, you can trick your mind into manifesting them. So another thing that the, that the lady in the video brought up that I thought was really interesting. She brought up dissociative personality disorder and she was saying that people with this disorder, so multiple personality disorder in one personality, they can have 20, 20 vision and then another personality they can they need to wear glasses and one personality, they can be super outgoing, um, extroverted personality. And then the other personality, they can be like totally reclused and one personality, they can be, have blue eyes. And then in their other personality, they have brown eyes. Like your mind has the power to literally change your appearance, your attitudes, your outcomes, everything. So you guys have heard that saying, or maybe not, but if you haven't, you're about to, whether I think I can, or I think I can't either way, I'm right. So whether you think you can, awesome. You're right. You're going to do that. If you think you can't, well, you're not going to, because you think you can't <laughs> be an encouragement to yourself. Don't use foul or abusive language towards yourself or others, but you know, we're talking about, we're talking about yourself right here. Okay. We are in second Corinthians 10 verse five. Okay. It says we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Okay. So breaking this down, we have the power and need to demolish arguments and every pretension that says anything that goes against the knowledge of God. So if you have thoughts like I'm never going to be successful, I'm always going to be poor. I'm never going to get to where that person is. Then you guys, God says that he has exceedingly abundantly above and beyond more than we could ask or imagine in store for us. Does that sound like I'm always going to be poor? Poor, by definition, is lack of abundance. <laughs> so that's not God. We need to demolish those arguments that we're having in our own brains. We're arguing with ourselves, okay? And we need to take captive every thought. We have to do this. We're in control and make it obedient to Christ. All right, moving right along. Um, Matthew 15, verse 11. You are not defiled by what you eat. You are defiled by what you say and do. Let that one sink in. Okay, we're in Proverbs 18, starting at verse 20 through 21. Words satisfy the soul as food satisfies the stomach. The right words on a person's lips bring satisfaction. Those who love to talk will experience the consequences. For the tongue can kill or nourish life. Your tongue, what you speak, has the power to bring you life or death. And not literally death. I mean, eventually, yes, but life or death of your prosperity, of your happiness, of your abundance, of your freedom, you have the power to control what 
comes out of your mouth (laughs) and that directly affects the outcomes that you get in life. And so I want to park it right here for a second. Verse 20 says, words satisfy the soul as food satisfies the stomach. So essentially what you feed your brain, what you feed your mind satisfies your soul. Have you guys ever made the connection on social media of a news feed? If that's not spiritual, I don't know. It is on Facebook, our Facebook feed on Instagram, scrolling through our feed. What are you feeding your mind? What are you consuming every day when you scroll through your news feed? Because that is directly affecting your mind, how you think, how you feel. Are the people that you are following, are they giving you life? Are they feeding your spirit? Are they feeding your soul? Are they encouraging or are they pretentious and fake and negative? Like what? What are you feeding yourself? And not only that, more importantly to me is what are you feeding to others? What are you putting out there on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on your Instagram? Are you saying negative things? Are you complaining? Like I challenge you to go through your social media, go through like the last 10 to 15 posts on each one and see what you say. Look at what you are portraying. How are you portraying yourself? Are you complaining? Are you negative talk? Are you poverty talking? Are you lack talking? I want, I need, I wish, I hope. What are you saying? That directly affects not only you in your outcomes and how you, what you manifest, it affects every single person who is eating what you're putting on the table. Next one. We are in Proverbs 23, verse 7. It says, For as he thinks in his heart, so he is. Translation, literally, what you think about is is what you are. Proverbs 15, verse 4. Gentle words bring life and health. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Are you speaking to yourself gently? Or are you speaking to yourself with a deceitful tongue? Because gentle words are going to bring you life and health, directly affecting your health. Whether that is your emotional health, your physical health. Yes, it has the power to alter that like we showed with the dissociative personality disorder. Okay? Like, you have so much control. You do. Okay, and then something that I absolutely love is Deuteronomy 31 verse... 19 it says this is um this is god speaking today i have given you the choice between life and death between blessings and curses i call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make oh that you would choose life that you and your descendants might live so here is god saying you have the choice i've given you the choice please choose life not only so that you can live so that your descendants might live. So this is directly affecting you and now your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, and so on and so on and so on. You have the power today to start being aware of what you say, controlling what you say, not only out loud, but in your own mind, because that has a direct outcome, direct effect on your outcomes and what you manifest in your life. We need to be teaching our kids conscious language, 
not limiting language. I'm not going to lie. I grew up just like probably every one of you with at least one person in your life, if not more, that say things like, you're crazy. You're never going to be able to do that. You can't do that. That's limiting language. When that comes from adults, especially, that affects how we see ourselves and see our potential. So if you're saying that to people, if you're saying that to yourself, stop. Stop saying that. Start saying things like, you can do that. That's totally possible. I'm so grateful for my dad, y'all. Like, I remember specifically, I was 21. We were in, I was visiting from Tennessee because I was living in Tennessee at the time. And we were driving in the car. And he kind of asked, like, what I've been up to and what I was hoping to do when I graduated and blah, 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 whatever. And he said to me, and it's not the first time or the last time, but he said to me, Christy, You can do anything your heart desires, anything you dream up. If you have the passion and the consistency and the will to do it, you can do anything you want to do. I wish every single father and mother in the world would specifically tell their kids that. Like, let your kids know. They don't just know what you're thinking. Let them know that you believe in their dreams. Could you imagine a world where we had parents who, who spoke this to their children, how different things would be, how many more jobs would be filled with passion and love instead of resentment and hate. It would be amazing. Okay. You guys speaking life into your life (laughs) is literally everything. In Genesis, God spoke so that it were. Like he created the world by speaking it into existence. Did y'all get that? He created the world by speaking it into existence. If you want to be making six figures a year, then you need to be saying, I make six figures a year every day. Wake up and say, "I, I make six figures a year. Okay, so in Genesis, Genesis 1-3, God said, let there be light, and there was light. Genesis 1-6, God said, let there be space between waters so that water separates, to separate water from water, and so it was. Genesis 1-9, God said, and let the waters beneath the sky be gathered into one place so dry ground may appear, and so it was. Verse 14, God said, let bright lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. They will be signs to mark off the seasons, the days, and the years. Let their light shine down upon the earth. And so it was. Verse 20, God said, let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. Verse 24, and God said, let the earth bring forth every kind of animal, livestock, small animals, and wildlife. And so it was. Verse 26, and God said, let us make people in our image to be like ourselves. So God created people in his own image Pattern them after himself, male and female. He created them. You guys, if God is speaking these things into existence and he made us to be in his image, then we need to be speaking life into our own existence. We need to be speaking abundance into our own existence. We need to be speaking freedom into our own existence. We need to be speaking prosperity, purpose into our own existence. We have that power. I'm going to end 
in Romans 12. This is verse starting at verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new, new person by changing the way you think. Then, 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 then you will know what God wants you to do. And you will know how good and pleasing and perfect his will really is. You guys, that is everything. It says, not only until you change the way you think, not only until you transform your mind, until you control your negative thoughts, until you control your poverty talk, until you control your lack talk, until you do that, you will not experience or know what God wants you to do. When you transform your mind, then you will know what God wants you to do. And you will know how good and pleasing and perfect his will really is. So I want to end in a prayer. Jesus, I pray that you show us where our thinking is out of line with your word, with your truth. I pray that you renew our thinking. And that you open our self-awareness. And that you begin to transform our minds, our spiritual health. Make us aware of where we are not speaking consciously where we are lack-talking, poverty-talking, negative-talking, and replace those thoughts with our intentional awareness of prosperity talk, abundance talk, growth talk. Help us to stop saying, I want, I need, I wish, I hope, and help us to start replacing that language with, I choose, I am, I do, In your name I pray. Amen. Alright, you guys. I really hope that this spoke to some of you the same way that it spoke to me. And that it gives you a renewed energy, a renewed focus, and a renewed purpose. As always, I would love your review on iTunes or Google Play, whatever you're listening to. Um, And I hope that you guys have a lovely day and week and year. And that you do big things.